Hello everyone, welcome to Celtic Preacher, podcast 189. You know, it's often in the areas of our lives that we resist. That is, you know, I don't want to deal with this, I don't want to think about this, I don't want to look at this, these areas. It's often in the areas that we most resist that there's potential to gain the greatest freedom. When I talk about freedom, I'm talking about inner freedom, as in being at peace with ourselves. And Jesus spends a lot of time teaching about inner freedom. In fact, one of the lines he says is, if the sun sets you free, you shall be free indeed. And it's this whole idea of, you know, I've come to show you how to be at peace with yourself. You know, I, I can get on with me. I, I like me. I can get on with me. I can live with me. I am happy with me. And uh, I mean, of course, it all goes back to that, you know, that great line in the song, I am who you say I am. It's like, how, how do you get to that place? Well, because eventually it starts, we start to, you know, really embody these words that we keep hearing, you know, that, you know, I'm loved, I'm accepted, I belong, I matter. You know, you keep hearing that over a long, long period of time. And eventually it starts to, seep in and it starts to sort of create this this inner freedom this inner peace and Jesus is very practical in how we can move toward that inner peace you know he spoke a lot about peace with others and he also speaks a lot about being at peace with myself ourselves So when he teaches about, you know, living in freedom, he gives lots of practical helps how to get there. Because it doesn't necessarily come naturally to us, right? We're not born, uh, you know, well, we probably are actually, we probably start off a lot more freer than we become, right? By the time we're teenagers, we're kind of losing it all, but... Yeah, Jesus taught a lot about that, a lot about how to access this this inner freedom. And and there's certain things, there's certain choices we make, there's behaviors, uh, lifestyle choices that either add to our inner settledness or not, right? I mean, there's other, there's other ways of living and responding that can disrupt and diminish our inner peace or our inner settledness. So Jesus spends a fair bit of time talking about how to keep or protect or heal our inner life so that we're, we're more settled, we're freer. That's why he talks about forgiveness so much. Um, It doesn't, and you know, when we talk about forgiveness, we're talking about, it's really a release of sorts so that we are free. 
It doesn't really depend much on the other person at all, whether they they deserve it or whether they're worth it or... uh, No, it's not so much that. It's more about accessing this, this inner freedom that God wants for us. You know, because relationships bring us either, you know, they can bring us the greatest joy, but they can also bring us a lot of pain, can't they? So it's like Jesus comes along and says, okay, let's talk about this. Let me teach you how to walk in freedom. And a big piece of that, of course, is what he called forgiveness. You might not necessarily use that word so much in everyday life, but it's really about um, a release so that you're free no matter what happens. Maybe you'll stay in the relationship. Maybe you'll end a relationship. If you're ending a relationship, do you know how to end it well? Yeah, very, very important to end relationships with individuals or groups or workplaces, whatever. Very important to end them well for your sake. Never mind other people's sake, but for your sake. um, Ending things well. Letting go, letting go of harmful effects. Yeah, that's very, very important to Jesus. That all comes under this sort of topic of forgiveness. And it doesn't, when we talk about forgiveness, it doesn't matter uh, if the person's dead or alive, doesn't matter if you see them or you don't, doesn't matter if it's an individual or a group or a system. You know, there's all sorts of ways that we can be hurt, even if we never ever see the person again. There's all sorts of ways that we can sort of carry unnecessary weights, as in baggage, as in the Bible would talk about our burdens. It's like, yeah, you don't want to carry a whole lot of stuff from what has happened to you through other people or events. And there's certain choices that can can help you, that lead you to freedom. And then there's other choices that can keep us hooked in. So even if something happened 10 years ago, you, you can still carry the residue of that. Or if something happened to you in childhood and It was so long ago, you can't even remember it. Yeah, it can still affect you though, can't it? So that's why he speaks about releasing things so many times. And so I suppose this is really about how to stay in relationship, how to stay in good relation, good, healthy, building relationships with people. And, of course, the Bible being a very practical, common sense book says, if it's possible, right? If it's possible. That's a great line from the Apostle Paul. He says, if it's possible, as far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Now, that's (laughs) advice from the Apostle Paul, who didn't always live peaceably with everyone, actually. Uh, His life story is quite... 
filled with all sorts of ups and downs. So, so he's very, you know, the scriptures, yeah, we know there's some folk you'll never be able to go on well with. So let's be reasonable here. If it's possible, so far as it depends on you, can you walk free? Meaning, yes, sometimes it's not possible. And if that's the case, learn how to end the relationship well. If things are not working out, if you have to move on in some way, or sometimes you can't leave, you know, sometimes you can't actually get away from it completely. <clears throat> you might have to redraw your boundaries in some way. Is there a way to do this that leaves you free? Leaves you walking free? Because uh, this whole idea of carrying unfinished business is just a weight. It's just an extra piece of weight. Actually, I think it causes people a lot of stress, causes us a lot of stress. Unfinished endings are absolutely not free. So if you haven't had a good ending with an individual or a group of people, uh, yeah, probably some healing needs to take place so that you'll be free. So what we're looking at today is Jesus, we're in Matthew 18, by the way, this is from the book of Matthew chapter 18, gives us uh, two or three steps and guidelines really. Jesus' wisdom on relationships. And it's, uh, the line is, he says, if somebody has offended you, go and speak to them. It's pretty straightforward, isn't it? I mean, that whole idea, you, I mean, there's a part of me that thinks this is the wisdom of Jesus on relationships. If someone has offended you, go and speak to them. I mean, it's, you would, it's not very profound, is it? I mean, it's not that profound. You might have expected something, I don't know, something deeper. It seems kind of simplistic. He says, if somebody has offended you, it's like, really, Jesus, this is, the, this is the wisdom? If somebody's offended you, it's like, yeah, Jesus is saying, yeah. Yeah, let's just start with this one thing. If someone has offended you. Step one, can you even admit it to yourself that you're offended. Can you, do, do you even know yourself that this really bothers me? I don't like this. I don't like what is happening in my relationship with this person. And can you articulate it? That's hurtful, that's wrong. I don't like this. It's not, so the whole idea of identifying something is actually, before you can even think about talking to someone. It's like Jesus backs it up even more and says, no, no, let, let's just start with this. Are you offended? Because so many times with people, this part is skipped over because it's like you can say to someone, uh, is there something wrong? No, no, there's nothing wrong. Uh, did, did I say something or did I do something? No, no, it's fine. No, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing to deal with, nothing to talk about. I don't want to talk about anything. I don't really care. Nothing's wrong. I don't care. Nothing's wrong. 
That's a very common, quick response to something that actually is wrong. I don't care. Now, not all the time, but it's just something to consider, that it's, it's easy to bypass this, this first thing, which is, is there, have you actually been hurt and offended? So I'm suggesting that, simple as Jesus' teaching sounds, for many people, this first step can be extremely difficult because it really is an admission that something's wrong and you're hurt. And if you are admitting that you are hurt, that you're offended, that takes a fair piece of vulnerability. And for many people, it takes a lot of courage. And for many people, it can be most uncomfortable. It can be the stuff that people avoid. It's like, you know what? I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to think about it. I'm not going there. And it's very common to just push it under the carpet. Now, Jesus would say, uh, I mean, the idea is, okay, if you push it under the carpet, yes, there's always this choice that we have. We don't have to admit to anything. We don't have to acknowledge we're hurt. Nobody's going to make us talk about anything. We can, we can avoid everything. However, we miss out on inner freedom. It's like, okay, you, want it, you don't want to deal with it? Just add it to the list of unfinished business. Just add it to the list. Yeah, the list that makes you stressed, that list. So, yeah, there's always, there's always a choice, always. It's like when Jesus teaches, he's giving observations on life. It's like, do you know yourself well enough? Do you know yourself well enough to know that you're hurt and offended? And can you articulate it to yourself? Can you say it out loud? Yeah, doesn't matter if it's at work, at home, with your partner, with your spouse, in a group setting, doesn't matter. Now, of course, if it's a small thing, because we can get our feelings hurt easily, if it's a small thing, you may not have to mention it to anybody, right? Because you can let it go. So this isn't about, you know, every single time your feelings are hurt, you have to say something. No, it's about if, the, if it really disrupts your inner peace. If something keeps on coming back to you, then it's unfinished. And if something's unfinished, that's the clue that further work is needed. Now, you could say again, I don't, I'm not dealing with this. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to deal with this. So Jesus, I don't want to deal with it. You could have said that if you were there face to face as the other disciples were. Um, and yeah, well, that's fine. But then here's the thing. You give up 
your inner freedom and peace. Because he doesn't really give you new laws. Jesus doesn't really work this way. You know, it's not like he says, okay, this is the way you have to live. You have to learn how to let go and release and forgive, or you'll be in trouble and God will be angry at you. It's like, I know it's been taught that way in the past, but you know, even the church can grow up and change as we do as individuals. So, um, it's, it's not that Jesus gives a new set of rules. It's like, you know what? You didn't do so well with the first 10 rules that you got. We call them the commandments, right? It's like, you didn't do that well with the first 10 rules. So let, let's just work on this. Let's just, let's just reduce it. Let's get simple here. Let's work on learning how to love yourself, learning how to love people, and learning how to love God. That's, that's enough for a lifetime. You do the first two. You learn how to love yourself and you learn how to love people. The third one will be taken care of. Okay, because that's what loving God looks like. So, back to loving yourself. What are you going to do with the hurt that you carry? Because if you don't know what to do with it, then we end up continually re-hurting ourselves and we also hurt other people when it comes out sideways. Yeah. You know that, you know, you've, you've experienced this, I'm sure, you know, things, things come out sideways. It's like, why is she so angry when she drives? Boy, she's such a calm pleasant, peaceful person. But boy, when she drives, she's like a mad woman. She's crazy. Well, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's not really about traffic. Maybe it's not really about traffic at all. Maybe that's not what it's about. It's like, why is he so impatient with me? Why, why is he so impatient? Well, maybe it's not about you at all. Maybe it's unfinished business. And you happen to be there, so you happen to get the brunt of it. But maybe it's really nothing to do with you at all. Most of the time it isn't actually got anything to do with us. Other people's stuff, it's really got nothing to do with us. We just happen to be there and, uh, you know, maybe get in the way of it. But, but unfinished business, which Jesus would call unforgiveness, by the way. Uh, but unfinished business it's when something isn't settled inside you. Something isn't sitting quite right. Something uh, causes reaction in you. Acknowledge it, Jesus would say. If someone offends you, let's just be clear. If someone offends you, acknowledge it. Now, sometimes this kind of work that we do, this inner work, this spiritual work, is really quite difficult because we're asked to look at places within us that we are well-practiced not to look at. So it's very difficult to do it. So that's why the next thing Jesus says is, and by the way, you might need some help with this. So if you can't, do this alone, 
then you might ask someone else to help you. And then it's right there and that there's three simple steps here about, you know, how to work through, through a conflict. Uh, not necessarily to keep a relationship, by the way, because we know it doesn't always work out that way. But just get, just basic guidelines. It's like sometimes you can't do it by yourself and you need a friend to help you. So you might need to employ some kind of help. If you get stuck and you don't know how to sort through a conflict, you might need to talk to someone. And God uses people to help us gain inner freedom. Now, nowadays, it could be a therapist, right? It could be a good friend. It could be a coach. It could be a spiritual director. It could be someone in your family. Um, it could really, it's, 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 it could be anyone. God uses all sorts of people to bring us healing. But many, many times when we talk to someone about a conflict that we have, we, we can gain some insight. We can gain some insight into ourselves. We might catch some insight into the other person or the situation that caused us the hurt in the first place. But when we keep things to ourselves, like when we don't tell anyone, we can sometimes just go in circles and just keep replaying the story. And we can just keep getting stuck. Which is why we can live in these states of unrest for decades, right? It's because we're stuck. And so Jesus says, yeah, you might need some help with this. That's why you have people around you. So again, Jesus' wisdom is do what helps to move you on in some way. And if you can't do it alone, then ask a friend. And then if the friend can't help, then expand your circle. Maybe you look, need to look further. Maybe you need to broaden the circle. The line actually in the scripture is tell it to the church, which sort of gives the impression that you're running around at your local church and telling everybody your story and your sad story. Kind of misses the point. I mean, the whole point is really, look, how are we going to get this sorted out for you? How are we going to get you some inner freedom here? Because for Jesus, the push is always reconciliation with the person or with the situation or the system. But if that's not possible, which it isn't always possible, okay, then the next thing is, is that how are we going to set it up that you can walk free? Because you went the extra mile and you did everything you could do Okay, you've done everything that you can do and you're not getting anywhere. Okay, so what can we do then that you can walk in freedom? Reconciliation, yes, of course, it's always the best thing. However, we know it's certainly not always going to be possible. Certainly not. And we know that we won't 
you know, we can't force someone to treat us well. We can't make someone honest. We can't make someone dependable and kind and trustworthy. And if these things are an essential in a good, healthy relationship, which I think they are, then we can't be in a close relationship with someone like that. So yeah, sometimes relationships fall apart and certainly separation occurs. But again, as far as Jesus is concerned, the call to release, whatever you need to release so that you can walk freely is always the challenge. And forgiveness or or letting go or releasing, it's, it's always difficult at the front end. It's always difficult at the front end. It's, it's not something that most of us find uh, we can do it with ease. There's all sorts of good reasons we can give ourselves why not to do this. But here's the thing, the end result of releasing is a lightness not previously experienced. How do I know when I'm starting to forgive? How do I know when I'm starting to let go and release? Because I'm not as stressed. That's how you know. Your body will let you know. I'm not as stressed or I'm not as angry or in regard to a person or a situation or an action or words that were said, uh, it doesn't have the power over me that it once had. It, the, the action against you begins to lose its power and its grip on you. That's how you know. Sometimes it can happen all at once and sometimes it's incremental. But that's sort of the workings of it. Jesus said, if the son sets you free, you shall be free indeed. In other words, he's saying, I want you to learn this. This is important. I want you to learn how to live this way. Meaning that thing that hurt you or that person or that group or that argument or that relationship, yeah, that one that bothers you, that is not allowed to take up residence and guide your responses and choices and actions. Because that's not freedom. If the thing that hurt you, or the person, or the group, or the argument, if, if, if that is guiding you, getting your responses, getting your choices, getting your actions, that's not really freedom, right? That's the hurt. That's the hurt that's leading. And so when Jesus comes along and says, look, if the Son sets you free, you shall be free indeed. It's a whole different way of being led. It's a whole different way of being led. That we're not led solely by our 
reactions and our stress and our hurt and our wounds. Now, we're human. Of course, we have all of these things, right? We can't not have them. I mean, they, they come to us just by living in this world. We live with a lot of broken people. We're surrounded by broken people. Obviously, these things will affect us in some way. So it's the idea of learning how to uh, sort of shake it off in some way so that we can be free. Yeah, it's like inner freedom. If the sun sets you free, is that appealing to you? So yeah, this is, this is appealing to me. And, and, and when, it, when that begins to be more appealing than getting even or payback in some way, when freedom uh, is more appealing, that's the first step toward inner healing. And that sort of becomes the, the prayer in the heart cry. It's like, yeah, I don't want to carry this anymore. I don't want this hurt or this relationship or this mess to define me anymore. I want the freedom, the healing that you offer. It's the prayer. It's the heart cry. Thank you for joining me. You've been listening to Celtic Preacher. Join with me again next week for another episode.